So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. Okay, so what we're going to chat about this morning is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. Uh, Maybe a rant. This might be a rant podcast. I don't do many of them. I live in, as my wife says, like everyone farts rainbows and butterflies um, because I truly, that's just how I think. I look the the best opportunity in every situation. I think of the best of everybody, even if they're trying to get one over on me. Um, I give them the benefit of the doubt over and over again. And then I eventually just let let the the karma police take over from there. And I carry on my day because I can't worry about it. I don't get into the negative negativity of social media um, and going that route. I just go the other way. You'll never see me post anything negative online. Um, Never do it. And I don't even start reading the posts. That's just me. But it starts taking a negative turn and it's not anything that's going to be productive for my psyche, for my business, for my family. Just, <laughs> I just go, why am I, like, why would I even entertain that? <coughs> Excuse me. It's not even entertaining to me. It's just keyboard warriors chatting on, chatting on. And, like, it has no bearing on, like, I'm bulletproof. I literally am bulletproof all over from that stuff. So I don't give a flying F what anyone thinks I really truly truly don't I know deep down we all do I do to the people that I really really care about in my my circle um but so where I'm going with this is um I'm doing coaching right now and I've done a ton of coaching in the past but I've been the one that's been paying for the coaching and I can think back even to like 15 years ago I took courses outside of mortgage. I've taken courses all over the place. I've started so many different businesses and I've learned so much in those. And originally when I used to do those courses, uh, I would sort of go, yeah, it's great, but I can do it this way. And oh, I'd tweak it a little and go this way. When there's like a blueprint being given right in front of me, I would go, yeah, but what about this? And put my own spin on it. Where there's someone that's making a lot of money and there's a reason I paid them as a, an expert. And it's sitting there, this model right in front of me. And I would kind of go off the tracks. And as I went on in my career, in my life, I started to understand and I get it. And so anytime I did coaching, because I've done a lot, I've done a lot of it. Coaching, courses, I follow it to the T. Like to the letter of the T, to the point where it's like you're trying to just be a robot and go through it. And you're, you have to shut off part of your brain, which is that brain you know, I don't know what part of the brain it is, but I have it where I just go, oh, but what about this, this, this? And it's kind of like, you know, squirrel. And then, so I'll take this training and go here where I haven't even learned the fundamentals yet or tried it and then seen it and went, aha. Because absolutely you're going to tweak that training after the fact, but you need to get the fundamentals down. You need to build, if it's an asset you're building, if it's sales mastery, you need to get it down. Then you put your influence on it. You put your personality on it. Um, and so I look at it like this. Think of if your kids 
they're doing swimming lessons. You're paying for them to do swimming lessons. And the coach here is, you know, Canadian champ. And is teaching your kids how to swim. And your kid, and you're paying good money. And your kid just keeps going, yeah, but if I do it this way, and your kid has no clue. Or they've seen someone else do it that way, but this coach is sitting here basically going, if you want to get this, which is why you're coaching me, then do this. How frustrated would you get? I know I'd get frustrated if I saw my kids, first off, not listening. We're not doing any of the things, right? I would totally. So back in the day, I used to play a lot of pool. And another, another lifetime of mine, I was a very, very good pool player. And like, you know, eight ball, nine ball, typically eight ball I played. And I would win a lot of local tournaments and um, I would travel to Vegas and play and we'd, I'd do well there. And But I hit kind of a plateau and I said, okay, well, maybe I should get someone to help me. And so I hired a coach and she was the Canadian national champion um, for women. And she was phenomenal, could kick my butt. And <clears throat> I said, okay, here, I want to go to the next step, the next level. What do I do? And she said, well, your stroke. Your stroke's not going to get you there. And I'm like, really? Okay. She said, we have to break it down. We have to literally forget everything you know about holding a pool cue, your stance, and your actual, the swing, swinging motion. Forget everything you know. We have to rebuild it up. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Thinking it was like going to be easy. Well, we tore it down. And I would sit there literally, I was probably training eight hours a day. And it would be to the point of, I would sit there with a cue ball right against the cushion probably, I don't know, 12 to 20 inches away. And I would just have to shoot the cue ball back and forth. And I have to have it come back and hit my cue and have it hit center. So I knew I wasn't moving it. And there's all these little drills. And I would do that for hours and then switch to another drill. And to the point I was getting pretty frustrated because um, I want, I was doing well already, you know, my, I was progressing, um, but I wanted to play professionally. That was sort of my goal at that time. It was like this dream I had, right? Who's was ever going to come to fruition, who knew? Um, but I was pretty young and I had good talent. I said, okay, I'm going to give it a go. And then as we're going through that, I said, oh, I'm going to go into some tournaments. And she's like, well, I wouldn't, but I said, no, no, I'm going to go into some tournaments, try it out. So I go in these tournaments I would normally win and I would get my butt kicked by people who I would like never lose to. And I was sitting there going, oh my goodness, this is embarrassing. Like I, and everyone's kind of like, what's wrong with Ryan? Like what's normally... I walk in and everyone's like, oh, well, should we go? Because Ryan's going to win. Um, it was to that point where, like, you walk in and people, their look on their faces would be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, really? Did you have to come? So I made it a habit to, like, come at the last second before a tournament. So if I got there too early, people would leave. And then there'd be less prize money. So I had to come in um, closer to when it started. The tournament started at 7 at night. I would show out like 5-2 or I'd even call in, let them know, put my name in the tournament and I'll be there like right at the start, right? And this way people would stay and they wouldn't have an option. They wouldn't be able to leave and get the money back. <coughs> so that's how it used to be. But my stroke got torn down and I was trying to get this other place and I sat there and went, wow. And so I said, okay, I'm not going to go do tournaments anymore because this isn't good for my confidence. I'm going to go back to training. So I went back to training and I would sit there and I remember there'd be nights I'd play between, you know, 10 at night to four in the morning. I'd go to a pool hall and I'd sit there by myself and I would just hammer out drills. And there was one night I was playing and it just like the switch went on. It was like, and all my shots started going in and all, and I was like, oh my, and I remember being so excited going, 
I figured it out. I figured it out. I broke down, you know, all the bad habits in my game, all the bad habits in your business, and I built it back up. And I have this new skill now. I had to take three steps back to take like a lot forward. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I went into tournaments and all of a sudden I just, and I went on to win Canadian Nationals. Um, and then I went on to travel. And so that was phenomenal. And I chose a different career path after that. That's another conversation. But this is me telling you, if you're doing any kind of training, any type of course, you have to stick through the process as much as you might not agree with it or think uh, this seems a little beneath me or elementary, um, there's a reason for it. There's a reason you're building up foundations in that course, in that business, in your skill set, your soft skills. You have to stick with the process. You have to trust the process, as they say. Right? You listen to any good quarterback. Tom Brady talks about time. Trusting the process. Right? It's not just like, go, go today, instant action, I win. It's like, no, you, you know how much work goes in behind the scenes all the time uh, with Tom Brady, you know, from when he wakes up to the vitamins and shakes, the training, to the off-season training, to the stretching, to the film work, to the, um, you know, and then having a normal life with like a family or as normal as can be, um, and then handling the media, like all that stuff. You have to trust the process and he trusts the people around him. And so if you are doing training, coaching, you need to trust the process. You need to copy it. You need to put the work in. If you don't do it, you're kind of just kidding yourself. You're wasting money, but you're also kind of, I don't know who you're trying to impress. You sign up for something and then you don't do it. Because a lot, I've done this many times. I have. And I kick myself after the fact. And I go, oh man, like, why did I even sign up for that? I didn't pour myself into it. Like 110%. I didn't. I didn't go all in. And I did that. I've done that a bunch. Not recently. Um, definitely not recently. I go all in on everything I do. Um, but back in the day, I spent a lot of money and time kind of floundering around doing things, thinking that there was like these magic pills around there. And if I just paid a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, I would get these magic pills and I just implement them into my life or my business and poof, stuff would change. And I'm here to tell you, no, it's not, it's not, there's not one coach or course that is going to change your life for your business. It'll change portions of it, and it really still comes down to you. And so if you've spent money on any type, and if you haven't, well, that's another conversation. If you're not spending money on coaching or training, if you can't remember the last time you spent money on something, because even the best of the best still go and find professionals, experts in other areas because it gets them there quicker, right? If I'm... You know, for me personally, if I wanted to go out and learn to play tennis, am I going to sit? And I've done this. I did this a year and a half ago. I used to play tennis back in the day. I can't play now. Joined a, a club that has tennis. What am I? Am I just going to go out and bang some balls around and get frustrated and go, well, this kind of sucks? Or am I going to go hire the best tennis coach they have at the place and just catapult me there? Boom. And sure, it might cost me 500 bucks, 1000 bucks. Hour here, hour there, hour there, hour there. Hit balls, hit balls, hit balls. And then what? I can play tennis. I got there way quicker. So I could have probably figured it out on my own to some degree. But I wouldn't have enjoyed the process. And I wanted to get there faster. So for you personally, if you haven't spent money, and I'm not talking just in your business. I'm saying like whatever you're doing around you, right? When I used to play baseball, even as an adult, 
I would go hire a hitting coach. And, a few, and you might be like, well, it's just softball. It's like, yeah. But I wanted to get better, and I didn't want to just sit there making the same errors with my, you know, my stance and my swing over and over at a batting cage thinking I was getting better. I wanted someone to come in and analyze my, my, my swing and go, hey, yeah, I would do this. Oh, perfect. It's like golf. Go hire someone. Don't just because just you play more, you're still going to plateau. So for you personally, where are you, you know, trying to get better? And if it's your business, well, that's easy. You can look around you. There's lots of avenues and tools, courses, training, coaches. You can go find the people, but you need to invest in yourself. It's also a tax write-off. Like that's kind of like the cherry on top. But you need to go invest in yourself. If you're not, I know you can step back and look at your your mortgage business and go, okay, there's weaknesses here, 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 or I need help here, here, here. What do I do? If you put your head in the sand and you keep on grinding away, doing the same shit you're doing every day making the same mistakes, kind of not really. And then at the end of the year, you look back and you're like, huh, well, that was a tough year. I did okay, though. I did good. Yeah, I did. I did good. Like, you're, are you being the best version of you? Right? When you look back over that year, because you didn't want to go get help because you were being short-sighted and you either thought you didn't need help or that, <coughs> excuse me, or that you didn't want to spend the money, um, like, are you the best version of you now? Do you think you would have been better off if you had help and really like committed to the process? Yeah, I assure you would have. All the big players in mortgages that I know, I don't know a lot of them, but I know a bunch. Um, they spend money on themselves, right? You're not going to find 50, 75, 100, 150 million dollar producers who don't hire. I'm not talking about help. I'm talking about... Um, self-improvement from yourself personally to work-life balance to is that life coach is that um, health and fitness nutrition is it within your business is it sales mastery is it marketing help social media help whatever it is process help um, knowing how to get more realtors um, you know what I mean I don't know any of the any players that are earning any sort of money that don't spend money on self-improvement or for their business, right? So there you go. That's my rant. As I see a lot of people who are sort of at the same spot year over year. And in this business, with a growing database, your business should always be moving forward. If you did less this year than last year, there's a massive problem. And you're missing out on a big, big opportunity. And maybe the biggest problem is if you don't recognize that, that's the problem in itself right? Because you're adding to your database every year and property values consistently go up outside of maybe Alberta there for a good stretch, but now they're sort of on the rebound a little bit. Um, that means mortgage volumes go up, means your database, your center of influence is growing. You're getting better at your craft. You should be attracting more referral partners. So your business should just automatically be getting better year over year. And if it's not, you've got some holes in the boat. And if you think it's normal, like, oh, yeah, I just didn't commit myself or no, the market was tough. No, no, no. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Your numbers need to be growing every single year. Because it's just if you're doing the right things, it naturally will progress that way. Right. If you have the right foundational pieces in your business, it will just take you there. You can keep putting in the same energy and effort. 
in your business, you'll just earn more money. That's how this business works, right? But where's the holes in your boat, okay? So that's my rant. I don't know if that was a rant at the end of the day. Maybe not. But I do see a lot of people who are kind of confused as to what's going on. And the thing is, they're not willing to spend money and invest in themselves, okay? Because that will help. Um, trust the process. All right, kids. I got to go. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.